Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson. Tonight we've been watching this story all weekend. I do have a no Tucker Carlson rule and I think I'm going to live by that today. I can't do it. Like we watched a piece of Tucker Carlson's broadcast where he was just simply asking questions yesterday. I, I covered it yesterday. I don't want to do it again. I just, I can't watch him, dude. I can't. I just, it, it, it triggers the f*** out of me, dude. He breaks my brain. Ben Shapiro, at least like I can sit here and retaliate. He is infinitely more tolerable. Uh, I, I can't, like, I mean, he's annoying. He's an annoying little dweeb too, but Tucker Carlson, on the other hand, is just, oh, that's why it's so important to discuss. I mean, dude, here, here well, let's watch then. Inside the home, they found Pelosi's 82-year-old husband, Paul, and another man 40 years younger called David DePappy. Nancy Pelosi was out of town at the time. In full view of the police, DePappy hit Paul Pelosi in the head two times with a hammer. Both Pelosi and DePappy were then taken immediately to a local hospital. Pelosi for his head injuries and DePappy for reasons that are still not clear. DePappy was later charged in federal court with assault and attempted kidnapping. At this point, that's what we can say for certain. David DePappy assaulted Paul Pelosi with a hammer. Okay, so he, un he recognizes that that's real, even though that's part of the real police narrative so what about all the other shit within the police statement and DePappy's own testimony but beyond those facts there is much in the story that remains muddy how for example did DePappy get inside the Pelosi's home that's the first question okay there's an answer for that I mean that one is that much is available he broke in with a hammer Thank you. Uh, you know, next question. Here, ABC News reported what you already guessed, which is that Pelosi has round-the-clock protection at her houses. Yes, Nancy Pelosi is, is, and the Pelosi family is supposed to be protected by Capitol Police. Capitol Police wasn't there because Nancy Pelosi wasn't there. Next question. And yet in this case, San Francisco DA Brooke Jenkins says that there was no security present at the Pelosi home on Friday night. And that's pretty strange because, according to multiple accounts, even when Pelosi isn't at home, her houses are well guarded. Again, as you would expect. Our friend Harmeet Dillon told us that when her firm recently tried to serve a lawsuit against Paul Pelosi at various properties he owns, all of them were guarded by, quote, multiple law enforcement officers on the perimeter. So how did Pappy get past security that apparently wasn't there? And why wasn't it there if in fact it wasn't? If you understand that the peepee is like a fucking brain-broken, insane idiot who believes in QAnon and shit, then you should also recognize that he wasn't probably thinking clearly and didn't do a lot of pre-planning. Like, he wasn't a, a fucking assassin. He was just a fucking psychotic weirdo brain-broken by Tucker Carlson and numerous other commentators on the internet. We know he got inside, and once he was inside, what exactly happened next? Well, accounts of that are changing. At That's not true! They're not changing. There was like one fucking instance where someone said there might, oh my God. The accounts never changed on anything. Tucker Carlson has changed the accounts. It's bullshit. One, you are in the news. You know that breaking stories, no matter how open and shut they are, are often going to have some fucking wrong information. That's why we always wait for police testimony. That's why we always even wait for additional news coverage from witnesses, victim testimony, and even the police interrogation because cops also fucking lie too. There's always developing and, and new information that comes out that changes the, the official narrative, especially if the official narrative is just completely made up by people like Tucker Carlson. At the first press conference on Friday, San Francisco police suggested there was a third person in the home when police arrived. That's not true. One one journalist misunderstood and very quickly rectified it. 
and immediately fucking came out and said, oh, I was wrong about that. Like 30 minutes later. And Politico dutifully reported that, quote, officers arrived at the house, knocked on the front door and were led inside by an unknown person. In other words, by a person who was not David DePappi or Paul. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. The police do not know who David DePappi or Paul Pelosi is. That's it. Now, Politico never formally corrected this claim. Instead, just two days later, Politico, the same publication, attacked anyone who repeated its own reporting as a crazed conspiracy monger. Quote, pro-Trump commentators weighed in online to raise questions about the investigation based on unfounded and false claims. Among those baseless claims that a third person answered the door. Yes, because you looked at an open and shut case and derived addition. You looked at something in the least charitable way possible without ever addressing information that we knew as a matter of fact. If you looked at the entire story, and as, as plenty of people did, they saw a guy who was a crazy QAnon conspiracist break into fucking Paul Pelosi's house, and then Paul Pelosi call 911 and speak in code saying, I'm here with a person named David, I don't know him, or whatever the 911 call was. You heard about the dispatcher understand that there was a situation that was troubling there, immediately sent cops over. You saw that one of the two people, I don't know who actually opened the fucking door, but one of the two people answered the door, let the cops in, and then cops watch uh, uh, fucking David DePappi and, uh, and, and Paul Pelosi struggle over a hammer as David DePappi, the peepee, hit Paul Pelosi in the head with a fucking hammer. The same publication attacked anyone who repeated its own reporting as a crazed conspiracy monger. You are the reason you read that. You were motivated to think that there was some other shit going on. That's why that's why they're saying it's a conspiracy. Idea. But the question remains, was there a third person at the home? We don't know. We do know. We do know. We know that there wasn't a third person at the home. Here's how today's charging documents describe the scene inside the house. Quote, when the door was opened, Pelosi and DePappi were both holding a hammer with one hand and DePappi had his other hand holding onto Pelosi's forearm. Pelosi greeted the officers. The officers asked them what was going on. DePappi responded, everything was good. So it's an awful scene in some ways, but here's the critical clause. When the door what? was opened, well, opened by whom? Common sense suggests it probably couldn't have been Pelosi or DePappi who opened it. Bro, you're adding this shit in here. Dude, this is the most, once again, I gotta repeat, this is the most popular news broadcast in the country. This is the most popular news broadcast in the country. He is literally actively working to create more David DePeepees. That's crazy. They were locked in a life or death drama, a struggle over a hammer. The documents filed today assert that Paul Pelosi had never seen David DePappi before. Yet in Pelosi's 911 call, he knew DePappi's first name and apparently referred to him as a friend. Here's the audio. This is oh from God. a dispatcher relaying Paul Pelosi's Perfect. call. Harvey stated that there's a male in the home and that he's going to wait for his wife. Harvey stated that he doesn't know who the male is, but he advised that his name is David and that he is a friend. Yeah, he did that because he was worried that the other motherfucker might be listening to him in the fucking bathroom so he doesn't get murdered, dog. This is an 84-year-old man who is fearful that he might be fucking murdered. Tucker Carlson is going to be like, when I go out on dates, sometimes the bartender comes over and tells me that I can no longer be on the date with the girl that I took out a, uh, on a date. A code word is used, they say, to the bartender to ensure that my lady friend of the evening is no longer supposed to be around me. What's going on? She simply asked for an angel shot, but the bartender came over and decided that the date was no longer happening. What's going on? Yeah, people in fucking weird situations will 
often use code to ensure their own personal safety, at least until the fucking cop gets there. I'm Tucker Carlson, and I could not conclude my date rape for the evening. There is no conspiracy here when the motherfucker literally openly mentioned what he was doing, what his interest was. Please, there will be inconsistencies in a fucking situation like this. Of course, there's going to be inconsistencies because everyone is trying to understand what's fucking going on in that circumstance. But you are getting duped into believing shit from a person who knows what's going on and is routinely and regularly trying to fucking spread misinformation by asking the question, what's going on? He's not actually curious about what's going on. Jesus Christ. Ah, special agent with the FBI since 2019. Probable cause. On October 28th, uh, uh, 2 a.m., San Francisco dispatch received a 911 call from Paul Pelosi located at the Pelosi residence. Pelosi stated the words to the effect of there is a male in the home and the male is going to wait for Pelosi's wife. Pelosi further conveyed that he does not know who the male is. The male said his name is David. Okay, so the, the dispatcher is relaying information, but he actually, uh, uh, Paul Pelosi openly states, I don't know who the fucking male is. The PP from behind hears him on the phone and says his name is David, I guess, or Paul Pelosi says the male said his name was David. At 2.31 a.m., SFPD officer Colby Williams responded to the Pelosi resident, uh, residence in California and knocked on the front door. When the door was open, Pelosi and DPP were holding a hammer with one hand. DPP had his other hand holding on to Pelosi's forearm. Pelosi greeted the officers. The officers asked them what was going on. DPP responded that everything was good. Officers then asked Pelosi and DPP to drop the hammer. So it was DPP that said everything was good. There you go. The PP was the one who responded and said everything was good. The PP pulled the hammer from Pelosi's hand and swung the hammer, striking Pelosi in the head. Officers immediately went inside and were able to restrain the PP. While officers were restraining the PP, Pelosi appeared to be unconscious on the ground. Officers removed a cell phone, cash, clipper, cards, and an identified car from the PP's right short pockets. The PP provided officers with first and last name after officers asked, if he had an ID, he said he might be in his backpack on the back porch and later said his backpack was near the broken glass. When officers removed the PP from Pelosi's residence, police body-worn camera footage showed a glass door that appeared to be laminated glass broken near the door handle. In addition, law enforcement searched the PP's backpack at the Pelosi residence and they found, among other things, a roll tape, white rope, one hammer, one pair of rubber and cloth gloves, and a journal. This motherfucker journaled his thoughts too. He couldn't shut the fuck up about his actions and his desires and his ideology. Uh, SFPD officer Kobe Williams was able to interview a suspect who who saw an individual in all black carrying a large backpack, uh, uh, a black bag on his back, walking near the Pelosi residence where Witness 1 was parked. Witness 1 was working private security at an address nearby. Witness 1 then heard what sounded like banging on either a door or car and then heard the sirens within a minute or two. Pelosi was interviewed by the SFPD officer Ariane Starks in the ambulance during the transport to San Francisco General Hospital. Pelosi stated he had never seen the PP before. Pelosi was asleep when the PP came came into Pelosi's bedroom and stated he wanted to talk to Nancy. Bro, it's literally open and shut. I didn't need to read all this to understand that this was open and shut, but here we are reading it and it's open and shut. What the fuck? Like it shouldn't be this easy to undermine the narrative that Tucker Mar Tucker Car Tucker Marlson. Tucker Carlson is trying to put together here. Like if he worked a little bit harder to lie, if he at least had the decency to fucking lie a little bit better, it would be harder to fucking diminish the agitated propaganda that he's cutting. Questions as you would about any other violent crime that occurs in America, and especially this one, since so many facts, basic facts, seem to be in dispute. No, they're not. You ignore the security point completely. Then they let him hit him with a hammer. Yeah, that part was insane. I mean, I've talked about this already. Cops come in and they literally watch the PP hit Paul Pelosi in the head with a fucking hammer. Cops are there immediately. They, they come inside and then they let 
Paul Pelosi get hit in the fucking head with a hammer. Classic cop moment, by the way. They walked in. They were like, well, I don't see a black person here. So <laughs> just doing our job. Move it along, sirs. Oh, wait. He's using the hammer to hit him in the head now. Well, I guess we should do something about it. The point regarding the normal scheduling. What? What? What are you saying? What the fuck are you saying? He was saying why security's lax when it's been noted that he has always had security. Ignoring the security point is disappointing. I don't see how the security point went over his head. It's obnoxious when he blatantly, it blatantly ignored this asshole's only good point. The security took the night off. You know what's disappointing? The fact that you are so psychotic that you still think that there is a conspiracy theory here. Like that you think that Nancy Pelosi being away is the reason why Paul Pelosi thought there was no need for security. I'm losing my fucking mind. It is so obvious what happened here. And you still want to believe that there is a fucking conspiracy, dog. What do you think happened? Do you think Paul Pelosi or Nancy Pelosi set Paul Pelosi up? Do you think that there is a paper trail that will be uncovered? That DePeepee was actually there secretly? Do you think Paul Pelosi sent the security away that night? And that's somehow not going to come out, by the way. Do you think Paul Pelosi sent the security away that night so we could have some hot gay sex with a 42-year-old fucking loser? And then they had a lover's quarrel? Is that what you think? This is why I can't fucking watch Tucker Carlson because there are mentally ill eight-month subscribers who go, nah, dude, I'm going to fucking connect the dots here. This guy, this right-wing lunatic is literally fucking saying some good shit. No, but you have to go against this bullshit properly. What? No, of course. Of course I can ignore that shit. There is 900 points of evidence that prove that something is one way. The one part that you're so desperately trying to fucking cling on to is not adequate. It's not enough. It's not enough to fucking turn around and say, no, actually, this is very suspicious. No, you're just fucking mentally ill. It's not suspicious. The only reason why it's suspicious to you is because you're fucking brain broken. I already covered that part. The reason why there was no security was because Nancy Pelosi wasn't there. Don't act like I need to like work extra fucking hard to, to, to undermine every single fucking point that Tucker Carlson has made here when the evidence is pretty open and shut. You can't ignore that shit. No, but you have to go against this bullshit properly. Good call. Dude, read the rest. I know, Jesus, kid. Shut the fuck up, dumbass. You didn't hear me fucking properly address it. He had a separate point at which you didn't notice at the time. No, I did. I didn't openly just go, hey, the reason why he doesn't have security is because of this reason. What the fuck is Tucker Carlson saying? Because I had already addressed it. Because the reason why I didn't have security is because Nancy Pelosi is protected by Capitol Police. But Nancy Pelosi wasn't at the fucking house. He was in fucking D.C. She was in D.C. at the time. I already mentioned it. Just because you're too stupid to recognize that that point has been addressed already doesn't mean I have to sit there and fucking spoon feed this to you. Holy shit! He's acting like the correct way to deal with the gish gallop is to spend five hours addressing every point. This is why I, I fucking despise Tucker Carlson especially, okay? Because he's very good at cutting propaganda. So there are literally brain-broken idiots in my chat even that will go, wait a minute, who's asking some good questions? Because they can't think for themselves. There are no questions in this circumstance. The only questions that remain are questions that Tucker Carlson is presenting. And if you're too stupid and you're too motivated to, to just think that everything is a fucking secret conspiracy, a secret plot... I don't know what to tell you then, you know? Local KTVU investigative reporter Evan Cernofsky, for example, initially reported that DePappy was, quote, found in underwear when police arrived. 
Today, Cernofsky made a specific point of retracting that claim. Yeah, there you go. Evan Cernofsky, who said that, was like, oh, I'm wrong. That was, I, that was just false information. Quote, I'm now told by other sources that DePappy was not dressed only in his underwear. Well, okay, fair enough. He's Dog, even if he was in his underwear, it's 2 a.m. Like, even if Paul Pelosi was naked, it's fucking 2 a.m. in his own house. This is a home invasion. What the fuck does that even have to do with the situation at hand? I'm losing my fucking mind, dude. Or even if it was the peepee. Oh, sorry. The peepee was not dressed in his underwear. Sorry, I misunderstood. Sorry. Or the peepee was in his underwear, let's say. Okay, then he's a fucking rapist. Open and shut case, which it doesn't seem like it was anyway. But even if it was real, which it is not, they've clarified time and time again that that's not the case now. Even if it was, though, it would still not indicate anything. It would just mean that he's a fucking freak. Maybe he wanted to rape Paul Pelosi or Nancy Pelosi. This gay sex theory is starting to ring true, but you can try and deny it as cope. Stop, 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 stop. Please, please. I know you're fucking memeing, but there are literal people that are just stupid like that, okay? Please don't bait right now. Oh, my God. Why was he alone that night? He's a rather high-profile individual. Shouldn't he have 24-7 security? I don't think you motherfuckers understand. Like, a lot of people don't think that people are going to fucking walk into their houses and kill them. You, you get that, right? Most of these people in their own homes are not like, oh, I need a fucking security all the time. Everybody thinks, like, every high-profile person has security non-fucking-stop. To be honest, this is one of the more funner conspiracies they engage with. I mean, it's funny if you're just going to think about it like it's funny how stupid it is. But it's it no longer is funny when it indicates, like, serious brain issues. I love memeing. I love joking about this. I love saying Paul Pelosi's gay and DPP is his gay lover. Those things are funny when you talk about it like that. But only, only as far as, like, everyone is clear that, like, we're obviously joking. The unfortunate reality is when I'm talking about like the most popular news broadcaster in the fucking country making this seem like it's a very legitimate possibility when all evidence points to the exact opposite, then then all of a sudden it becomes not so funny because that level of denying reality is how you create more the peepees to begin with. Do you get it? That's how we got to the peepees to begin with. I mean, this motherfucker was drunk driving at the age of 84, okay? Like, clearly, he doesn't have round-the-clock security. It doesn't take a fucking brilliant person to understand that. But you can't blame, and this is the point, you can't blame people watching all of this at home for thinking that maybe there's something weird going on here. Parts of the official account don't seem to make any sense. So the solution, obviously, is to release the police body cam footage from last Friday. That's often done immediately in cases like this, cases that attract heavy public scrutiny. In fact, that's the whole point of body cams, to reassure people that they can really know what happened. Transparency is the antidote to, quote, misinformation. On the other hand, if you want people to fall headfirst into crazed conspiracy theories, then you would keep lying and hiding things. And yet but they're not. But they're not doing that. They literally released so much information unceremoniously, I would say. They released so much information immediately. They released information from the, the testimony of the fucking assailant. They immediately released the FBI investigation being conducted. Like, the only thing they haven't released is the body camera footage, which always takes some time because they have to fucking make sure that you're not, like, doxing someone, especially in a private residence. The problem, though, is that, like, the more information you release, the more they're going to say, well, it's kind of suspicious that they've released so much information. Do they have no concern for the safety and security? Oftentimes, body camera footage is never released. In unique cases like this, body camera is released immediately. Well, that alone raises further alarm.
Because their goal is not to arrive at the truth. They've already made up their fucking minds. Even if the body camera literally showed Paul DePeepe be like, I'm here to kill Nancy Pelosi, they would be like, well, obviously they're role-playing a sexual act. The largest deviancy at all. Paul Pelosi fantasizing about Nancy Pelosi being murdered with a hammer. As you can see from the body camera footage alone, Paul Pelosi is rock hard. You know, it just doesn't matter. They're going to move on. Or more likely, obviously they're not going to say like Paul Pelosi's rock hard or whatever. They're just going to move on. They're never going to talk about it again because the damage is done already. But the main question tonight, the one that's going to affect your life going forward, because this story will affect your life. The question is, who exactly is David DePappy? Oh, he's going to talk about how he it was like living. He was a cuck living with a fucking nudist and made hemp bracelets or whatever and claimed that he's a hippie and not a right winger. He's going to say DePappy was a leftist and that he's going to say that he's a fucking male prostitute. That's it. That That's it. That's like, I can't watch this, dude. I'm going to fucking kiss myself. If I watch this, I'm going to kiss myself. I know already. But it makes me so mad. He's going to say he's a mentally ill gay guy. And then he's going to turn it into, and this is how they're using this as any other opportunity they could to cast doubt on the right, on the right wing. It's just a waste of fucking time. I can't do it. I don't even want to watch fucking Ben Shapiro's breakdown anymore.